0: Welcome into another fun-filled death piles and taxes. Adam here with our buddy, Mr. D Roy Everett. We're, That's right. we're doing the real deal today, Mr. D Roy. We are signing you up, getting uh, you know, your legit reseller license. So uh, there's no more monkey around time. D Roy's hitting the big time. The whatnots, uh, you know, starting to pay off, d you, Roy?
1: Yeah. Um, you came over the other day. We uh, were having a good time. I uh, had an opportunity. I uh, have some people reaching out saying, hey, if you uh, do you have your tax ID or what is it? What am I after? Reseller ID. Reseller ID. Uh, we can get you in wholesale on some things. And uh, I thought, well, that might be worth looking into. So I said, Adam, let's do it. Let's get a reseller ID uh, so I can... Be tax-exempt. Correct. and uh, Because I'm reselling these items. And uh, should be able to get some wholesale opportunities, which should turn around into uh, more sourcing opportunities, which hopefully turns into more selling opportunities, which turns into uh, more money. More money. More money. More profits. Uh, Oh, I like that. You were gonna say more problems? Yeah, but more profits. I really enjoy that, man. More money, more profits. Uh, bookmark, trademark, uh, patent pending, whatever I need to do right there. Yeah, for that's the a, T-shirts.
0: They get the T-shirts for the roll. second
1: Death Piles and Texas T-shirt coming sometime in the next ten years. Yeah, we, is that realistic? My kids still like to wear theirs. Yeah, I've seen a few people wearing theirs. It's it's a nice it's a nice shirt. It is a
0: good shirt. So yeah, it's hopefully we can uh, throw out some some good vibes uh, your way today. Throw out a little bit of information. I know it's in that good summertime. Um, it's always fun to go out. I, a lot of yardies going on. A lot of yard sales. A lot of people trying to de junk. Um, yep. I've been reading a lot about becoming a minimalist. You're going to become a minimalist if it doesn't bring you joy. A minimalist of, I can totally see the the, the problems. Um, we, you know, we've got s- small kids and and older kids. But they just become overwhelmed. Like, we're a big book family. Like I said, I'll, I'll buy a I'll buy a book a day if my kids will read it. Uh, we go to the library often um, and give them an opportunity to read. But once you get so many books and board games, it becomes overwhelming.
1: Yeah, some of that stuff takes up a lot of space and there's a lot of weight. Yes,
0: yeah, so we're we're really trying to say so my kids' rooms become cluttered. Because they, 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 you know, have these books all over the place. My daughter, you know, she'll read it, put it under the bed, do something, move on to a new book, forget about it. Uh, My son is a hoarder. Not going to lie. He is a candy hoarder. Um, He he just doesn't eat his candy quickly like most normal children. Um, He's still holding on to Halloween candy. Wow. Um, yeah, the Easter candy's still all over. Yeah, so
1: just space it out and have something to enjoy.
0: So what you happens is... nibble every now and again. Mom and dad might go into the candy stash every once in a while. So
1: better mom and dad than, like, a, a bugs or a rodents or that's, something
0: I, like that. Yeah, that's what I told him. I'm like, hey, you gotta eat this stuff. Um, I had something happen with him about two weeks ago. No, three weeks ago. Uh, we were up to a, a big event for the, uh, the fifth graders, um, they sing at the, the local university, big the the big town, the big league. The the twenty thousand, you know, stadium indoor arena.
1: And how, how many seats are those twenty K are filled at the time that they sing? Oh, there was probably I mean more than half. Really?
0: Oh yeah, it was it was huge. So it's not just his school. Oh no, it's no, it was like almost every school in the district. Okay. I mean it was a lot of kids, a lot of fifth graders. They said it was probably half full. There's probably there's probably ten thousand. That'll get you.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, they get you in those places. You got to buy
0: stuff. Oh, draft. yes, we did. Yep. Um, it, one of my favorite places, I know it's Derek's not on his list. He 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 snubs his nose at it. He's been to the uh, university a few times. But uh, BYU has what's called a cougar tail. It's an extremely large um, maple bar uh, donut. Absolutely good. I, I mean, there's a reason BYU has its own creamery. Um there's a reason, but we're not going to go into the honor code, Adam. Um, they, they make a lot of their own food. Like, I mean, that, that's exactly what it is. They make their own food. Very large cougar tail. It's really good. If you like any kind of sweets, um, good place to, to get a donut. But we bought one. Well, we bought, we bought four. We, each one of us got one, except my son. My son got one. He ate half of it, and he brought the other half home. And left it on the counter and thought the next day he's going to eat it. Didn't eat it. So it's still sitting on the counter. I'm like, uh, should, do I eat that or do I not eat it?
1: Well, those things don't stay fresh forever.
0: I, the next day, same thing, just kind of sat on the counter, didn't eat it. Nothing, nothing really happened. I'm like, dude, this is getting to the point. Like, you got to throw it in the microwave, put a little butter on the top, let it melt. It's still really good. Third day goes by, nothing. And I'm like, this kid is going to freaking waste this. By the time the fourth day comes around, it like. It's a, a rock. Yeah, you throw it away. Yeah. You throw it away, and I was I'm not, i am a little upset.
1: Did you give him the, hey, do you think money grows on trees at this house? I, I, I the did. starving kids in third world countries that would kill for a Derek doesn't even like the, the, the university, but he'd eat the tail.
0: He, he'd eat the cougar tail. So, yeah, that the hoarder mentality can be with a lot of things, whether it's books, whether it's uh, food, candy, or Weird random stuff that D-Roy has a lot of, but it sounds like this whatnot. You figured out a new way to, uh, you know, dabble in some uh, quick ways to make some money.
1: Yeah, it's been nice. Uh, eBay's going through whatever eBay's going through, and depending on who you talk to, I called in the other day, and I've got about five different stories about what's happening there, but obviously something's going on besides summer uh, slowdown, which usually happens. Uh, Gas prices are really high for the whole economy. Inflation's up. There's a lot of reasons people aren't just freely spending money on random wrestling cards or, or whatever we're selling, right? Uh, although, if we do go into a recession, which is looking like it might be heading that way, uh, traditionally resellers do pretty good in recessions because people are looking for deals. Uh, it's really popular right now for people to buy clothes secondhand. So, if you're in that kind of a space, might not be such a bad thing. And maybe sales are doing better in those places than the year Derek decides to going on uh, all in on collectibles and wrestling cards but um yeah talking about uh, minimalists and hoarders and all that we, we like to sell the people that hoard let's just be honest like yeah. yeah we want people to buy this collection or buy whatever and and uh, whatever they do with it on their time I just want them to keep buying more but you know you gotta figure out your own life what you're gonna do with it how you're gonna live it I'm not I'm, we're not here to tell you uh, how to do any of that but over on the Whatnot, um, I've been talking about it for a few weeks now. Adam actually came to my show the other day, and uh, man, I'm still learning, you know, time. Like, you know, do you go for an hour and just cut it off? Do you just go till sales start slowing down? But then sometimes they pick up again. So I'm still trying to figure out everything, but it's been a fun adventure. Uh, had a lot of support. A lot of the boys come over, and and uh, I just like the boys coming over. I don't want anyone to feel obligated. Like, you know, even when I say it to the sellers, D-Roy ever come and hang out. I want people just to come hang out and have a good time in the chat. We have fun. I don't want anyone to feel obligated like they have to spend money. I do want that to chum in customers that come in and say, hey, they're having a good time and they spend money. But it, it's a good time. That's, that's what it is. It's kind of like a an eBay auction meets a, a Instagram Live or something like that. But it's interactive. Um, if you haven't checked out the whatnot as a, as a place to source, you, you really should. Uh, and also as a, a place to sell. And like I said a few episodes ago, if you want to get into the selling aspect, contact me. I and I can help uh, try to you know give you a reference or a referral and, and push you, you along that way.
0: Navigate the waters.
1: Well, they're just really tight on who gets in. So it seems like you have a lot better luck if somebody refers you and says, yes, I can vouch for this person uh, that's already in the system. Uh, if you try to go about it your own self, uh, it's not really an automated process. They check out everybody. They go and look at your social media. They look at what you've been doing. And it's, it's a time-consuming process. So you can go about it your own, your own self, and there's no no way of uh, saying, you know, that's a bad thing. But uh, if you want to expedite the line a little bit or maybe have more success, because a lot of people are being told, yeah, like you got some good stuff, but we're not quite ready for you yet or we don't want you coming in yet. Uh, but they have, you know, more followers and stuff than some of the stuff I have. So uh, anyway, that, that's that's one avenue to do it. Uh, what not did send out an email, I believe it was yesterday's we're recording by the time this comes out, it's probably already implemented. The, the shipping price is going to go up a little bit, especially on the heavier items, um, but they have it so your first purchase you pay, you know, like four four bucks for shipping or whatever it is. And then your additional purchases, uh, as of right now, I think are a dollar an item, I think that's going down in the card world. So it, it entices people to spend more once they make that initial purchase, yeah, you might as well buy more because you've already paid for the shipping, so yeah, they got a few different things there to figure out, but uh, that's been fun, Adam, what did you think about it?
0: It was definitely an interesting I mean, they make it super easy. I mean, it's just click, 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 click. It's like you're buying something on Amazon. Um, I heard that there might be an issue with somebody on
1: the, on the whatnot. I'm sure there's issues with lots of people and the whatnot. What what we got?
0: I heard that uh you might have, you know, pushed somebody to, to get on the, the, the uh the app, um, but you created a problem. You created a spending monster. That's what I that's what I've understood.
1: I probably created a few. You're gonna have to you have to be a little more a little <laughs> more specific, brother.
0: Well we don't like naming names on here, you know. I they, don't
1: know what people are spending. Uh how am I supposed to know? Are you sure about that? Uh, I've introduced people to some things. I, I, I'm dabbling
0: around the subject here. Uh, there's a, allegedly, you know, some listeners that we might know that 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 were buying too much of large quantities that they had to stop them. They had to purge.
1: Well, some most people might be back on platform. So <laughs> it's one of those things uh, you I'm get here, on it and I'm try not, it. Not here to bust anybody. It, it, it's a fun thing. It, it, it's a
0: an enjoyable experience. I look at it the same way, like. Uh, spending money on a, a recreational activity. I mean, that's really what it is. It's an experience, just like going to a movie, except now you're getting something for going to see that movie.
1: Well, here's the thing, too. Uh, I like everybody coming. I like having a fun chat room. I think that helps out with the atmosphere. People are in there kind of busting each other a little bit. Uh, boys are going back and forth. I got mystery people on there that you guys don't even know who they are. They're in the friend group. I have no idea. I, I, they bought stuff from me, so I know who they are. Uh, but I had my, my boss, actually, my my big boss, not... Not Star Wars boss, but the other boss. He said, oh, "I'll come check it out." Whatever. He's, he he's spent uh he spent a good amount of money on some stuff, but he likes the bidding up. But uh, I was going over it with him because I'm like, yeah, he spent you know like eighty bucks or whatever. But uh, this card you got right here, I was showing him columns. I'm like, this card you pulled right here is selling for twenty right there. That one's twenty five. So there is some value. I mean, you know, if you want to get into that space, uh, sometimes you know you don't you don't pull a gem every time. Obviously, it's kind of a kind of a risk reward thing, but if you're if you're in there, uh get the right deal. I think some people just like bidding up each other just to see who can win. Then it kinda of turns into a competition. Um but there were some good items though, man. The other day we had fun and there was I mean we had that red uh, dynamite Jericho that went. We had uh I'm trying to think of everything that went, but the Andre the giant green card. There was a lot of good stuff. So There was some really good stuff and anyway. the Undertaker. I, I think i'm kind of in the same boat like
0: you just finally did it like you you know we had talked about it and you were able to get on early on the whatnots um same thing with the ebay start listing um i've you know kind of had some uh, uh not setbacks but just you know haven't been able to spend as much time on you know listing stuff as i wanted to because i i don't know i like to i like to swing for the fences on a lot of things i do I, i'm really trying to 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 hit to hit several home runs i've done that on a couple other you know, real estate things that I spend some time on. That's really where my focus is spent. But I'm finally sending off my grade, my my Tiger Woods tickets to get graded. Um, that's the best part. Go back. You know, we both wish we would have done a lot of things different. You know, that's the hard part. Hindsight's, you know, so much easier. Monday morning quarterback makes it really easy. Oh, you should have done this,
1: Derek. Yeah. I
0: don't know why you didn't do more yeah, of this, Derek.
1: They ran left instead of right. They won the game.
0: I don't know. You, you're telling me you bought all this doge at less than a penny, and you let it get up to 71 cents, and you told me I have diamond hands because it was going to hit a dollar. Oh, I'm out of that game. And now it's 8 cents. Yeah, I, I did all right. You know, everybody can say what they should have done, but, you know, I'm finally getting to that point where I'm submitting them. Yeah, it's a little bit more than I want to pay to submit it, but not, you know, not in the long term. I mean, it might cost me $300 more than what it used to, but you know, overall, for all the the tickets I'm submitting, overall, it's still gonna be worth a lot of money.
1: Yeah, I've been kind of surprised. Uh, the ticket world is is crazy, and I mean, you go back a couple of years, we got we got on the on the digital digital tape, as as the kids call it. I think I think they call it digital tape recordings. as uh, you know, I heard <laughs> over the high school the other day with the cool kids in the lunchroom were saying, but. No, uh, well, we've, we've talked about it. We've, we've been recording it. And now, I mean, I saw kind of in the wrestling world that wrestling's kind of a different animal altogether, but the tickets were going kind of crazy. But now you're seeing uh, other sports playing kind of catch up. or It's just starting to catch on to where people are like, oh, wow, this is kind of an interesting thing. You know, we've been over with the Boogers. We got the interview with Mr. Booger himself, uh, King Booger, um, going back over a year ago.
0: That was like two years ago. No,
1: two years ago. Yeah. So anytime soon we had a... A member of Depeche Mode passed away the other day. Uh, that's a that's more of a so before what's happening is a lot of the older uh, not older generation but baby boomer type generation. There was a lot of lot of kids in the baby boom. We have the high end and the low end.
0: <laughs> the, the baby
1: boom. That's why it's the boom, right? <laughs> so uh, going back, like Elvis was a tragedy, or like some of these uh, older people passing away were were kind of, but there hasn't been big stars passing away as much iconic type of stars. Um, what Well, what I'm trying to say is like more of the people that, like a Depeche Mode or once pop culture kind of got to be more of a popular thing, like, you know, some of the Beatles have passed away, stuff like that. I'm, I'm going to be called out here for saying no one popular has ever died. But what I'm trying to say is there's going to be more uh, pop culture type people passing away that people are attached to because uh, with the internet, with friends groups, with uh, just things, things have moved a little more to where people were more connected. You have more Instead of vinyl records, you had CDs, you had tapes, you had 8-tracks that could travel along with you, so you had connection to these people. Um, that generation's starting to get a little older, and as that happens, uh, people are going to start passing away a little more frequently. Um, unfortunately, I mean, the guy from Depeche Mode wasn't all that old, but sixty uh, things things happen. I mean, life happens, and we know that happens. So when that kind of stuff happens, it's going to put a demand on these kind of things. So now people, like we talked about with Eddie Van Halen, uh, uh, I don't know, it was a year ago, a couple years ago when he passed away. People are like, oh, man, that was my childhood. That was going out to the lake on the summer or, you know, go tubing down the creek, or whatever you were doing, swilling beer in the basement, whatever you were up to, playing the Van Halen, so you had that connection. That was like losing a friend. Um, so people will go out buy autographed things. They'll go out and buy uh, albums, all that kind of stuff. But the ultimate nostalgia is, man, I saw them at the Forum back in 85, and I wish I still had my ticket, or do have my ticket, or you go online, you have this ticket, and, you know, just getting it slabbed up, getting it uh, presented with PSA, uh, gives you a collectible that's not going to get damaged, so it's protected. And it turns into more of something that you can put on the wall, you can put in the office on a shelf, or you can give as a gift. Uh, so what I think is happening is going to happen with pop culture type things, we've talked about Star Wars, we've talked about, you know, Disneyland tickets, we've talked about sporting event tickets, we've talked about... Uh, all sorts of all sorts of tickets, uh, but I think people are going to connect more with that. We're going to more of a digital world, so there's a generation uh, somewhere between like you know the end of the baby boomers and the start of the millennial generations. You know, uh, so there's a good space in there where people have nostalgia and and remember getting tickets to things, and tickets give memories. This newer uh, Gen X, not so much. They're going to be all digital. Uh, not really into the physical tickets they might be into the collecting aspects of them might get there or might care but there's a big space in between there where tickets mean a lot of stuff i mean our buddy waddy sent me a a picture he was down visiting his family uh, a couple months ago and he just sent me you know he had a a ticket collection of like tickets to lagoon tickets to sporting events tickets to concerts that he's just as kept and i don't think that's as uh as odd or as uncommon i think a lot of people associate that with good memories they they want to remember that, so you go back through your collection. Uh, but what's going to ha- happen is a lot of those tickets have been thrown away, like we've said, not everyone kept them. And uh, it's going to be, you know, your uncle's turned 40, man. He was really into... The Cure, or you you know, or he was <laughs> really, or he's really the first concert he ever went to was Aerosmith or or whatever. If you the can pros, some, if you can get some of these, uh, or he's really into Star Wars. You got that Star Wars Japanese ticket.
0: I got the, the premiere ticket. I'm excited, real
1: about that one. I mean, you know, there's people that just love this stuff, and they got every collectible in the world, but they might not have a ticket to that iconic thing. I
0: know they don't have
1: it because there's not a lot that survived. because most people, after an event, took the ticket out. You might have took it home and put it on the shelf or something, but it ended up getting thrown
0: away. I'm going to show you a random uh, thing that I saw yesterday, and that's really what kind of, for me, kicked off this conversation. You know, a lot of times sports cards, uh, you know, there is no idea on how many there really are. Um, You know, little economics here, supply and demand, you know, back in the early 90s, late 80s, early 90s, kids like sports cards. That's where Derek and I were, so they made a gajillion of them. Which I would have done the same thing. I mean, why make it limited? Because then you, you know, cost you more. Uh, you don't make as much money.
1: I think Upper Deck is still printing some of those 1990s. They still got the printing press, and there's still the Ken Griffey
0: rookie cards. Yeah, out there. those are still going. I mean, they made a lot of money, and yeah, now the way they do it is definitely different. There's a lot more money in it. They make special cards because you know everybody wants a special card, so they can charge more for it. But for tickets, uh, I saw somebody had posted this uh, Clay Thompson's first. NCA career assistant block. So it's not really his uh, debut, but it's his first one that record these stats. Uh, It's the second college game he ever played, obviously pre-NBA debut. It's his rookie season at Washington State against Fairfield Dickinson. Um, Oh, we hate them.
1: Yeah. Fairfield Dickinson's a
0: mighty powerhouse. So here's here's the interesting thing. This is the part that's really interesting. Rare, only 6,159 in attendance. So that just goes to show you this is an event from 2008 that it's a ticket stub. It's not the debut. It's the second one, which, you know, everybody can say what that means for value. But alone in that, there's only 6,100 ever out there. And the reality of how many, like, were actually kept and, and, you know, sent off to be graded, you're talking like a very, very slim number so that's why these really become you know much more valuable is you have a fixed number, you can know how many were there, you know, you have an idea of the actual event that happened because everything's recorded. It's, it's crazy. Now you can go back and you can look and see where Elvis played in nineteen fifty you know, seven or, or some event. It'll show you specific date and time where you know in nineteen, you know, seventy-seven. It might be Grandma telling stories, but there was nobody fact-checked
1: that. They were hanging from the rafters.
0: Yeah. It's like, really, Grandma? Really? No. There, there was
1: 20,000 people in there if there was 10.
0: You can go back, and now it's recorded that, you know, in you know Augusta, Georgia, Elvis played on March 7th of 1940. Whatever the year is, there's a digital recording, like Derek says. And that's the same thing with these these tickets. You can actually see where things happened. Um, and then it gives you an idea of, of population. Again, notice, I mean, people like scarcity.
1: Yeah, and they like, <clears throat> excuse me, they like oddities as well. So, uh, where you have that Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card like we were talking about, um, you know, there's a lot printed and there's been a lot submitted to PSA, probably thousands, uh, if not more. But how many tickets were there at his debut, whenever that was? Yeah. Where was that ballpark? You know, how many tickets were available for that? Under. Under, a,
0: yeah, under like, what, maybe 30,000? It'd have to be under
1: 30,000 if the stadium was full. I don't know if they were playing at the King Dome or somewhere on the road. Who knows? I mean, we we have to look into that. Of those 30,000, let's say, how many of those survived?
0: No, yeah, not many. Not
1: many, you know. And, so, and of those not many, how many of those have been uh, put into circulation for sale? And of those, how many have been graded? And of those, how many are personal collection? How many are available for sale? So it goes from a potential thirty thousand down to a potential of probably a few hundred, pretty fast. And that's just you know one event.
0: So his uh, debut ticket, uh, oh, that's not even it. That's against, yeah, I'd have to look it up, but I mean it's extremely low, like extremely, extremely. It's like you have first game at Yankee Stadium, first game at the you know X Stadium, all these different things. You know, even his his second ticket is selling for his second game versus Oakland. You know, selling for uh, you know a
1: thousand bucks. Yeah. For, so I mean, just there's just not a lot there, and that goes with uh, a movie debut like Adam was saying. Even a movie release. If you go back to like I I don't know this uh, Avatar, this new Avatar's coming out. Avatar was like one of the highest grossing movies at the time when it came out. You know, ten years ago. New Avatar coming. Yeah. New Avatar. Uh, mm-hmm. Spoiler alert for Adam, um, but. You know, who kept their who kept their ticket for Avatar? I, I mean, really.
0: I saw it. You know what? I might have.
1: I got to look. But uh, just kind of those things. Titanic. I'm just going James Cameron yeah. movies right now, apparently. But The Terminator. Some of these things that are kind of iconic. How many people actually kept their ticket for that? So where it made uh, millions of dollars at the box office, you know, there's not a lot of tickets. Of those that survived, how many of those cheapy looking like they're a receipt versus yeah. a nice looking ticket? And of those, how many have been, you know, sold or graded? And, and there's just not a lot of population there. Um, I think we've, we beat this point to death, but it's kind of fun for us to talk
0: about. It, it. is good for us to talk about. Like I said, it is. It's this. Because we were right about it. We were right about
1: it. We now other podcasts it. are talking about it like it's new. Not yeah, Derek.
0: No, no, yeah. Go back, check out the records. So, uh, D Roy, like I so said, that's getting into a little bit. Um, we're working on something for you right now that is uh, going to affect most of our resellers. Uh, what happened to your bookkeeping?
1: Oh you yeah, know? yeah. So as we're recording, so yeah, I'm trying to get ahead a little bit. Adam's got some vacations coming. We got things going on. I'm I'm doing things. And uh, anyways, GoDaddy Bookkeeping sends out a random email what, two days ago, um, one or two days ago, that says, "Hey everybody, uh, thanks for being clients. Uh, by the way, hey, we're we're closing down in a month, so you got 30 days to find a new program and export everything over. But we're we're done. Yeah, which isn't cool." Uh, isn't really, you know. If I was them, at least finish out the year or stop m- last year. Mid year sucks. Yeah, it's kind of one of those things. So now I'm in a hurry to say, okay, Adam, uh, I need to get something going here. So
0: we're gonna go with on QuickBooks Online. They said right now it's yeah it's gonna be like eighteen dollars a month for the first year, and then it goes up to twenty five. But the reality, the, the time and effort, it's going to save you. <laughs> I prefer it more to the the GoDaddy because it it hooks up to your bank account. I mean, so does GoDaddy, but. The reports are a lot lot smoother.
1: although um, no daddy doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, so was, th- Yeah, it doesn't matter. It was uh, it was nine dollars or ten dollars a month, something like that. So it's going up about about doubling my cost, yeah. but you know, it's it's deductible like you say, and it's a business it's necessary.
0: And, and if it can save you time, that's the important thing, Deroy. So and at the
1: end of the year I'll see how much I'm I'm gonna have to go back and fill out. Hopefully this this uh makes it a little smoother for yeah, me. Yeah, that, that'll that will be the real thing. So Deroy, you got anything else you wanna add today? Just uh, wish me luck. Me and the Pelican are going to go out, uh, out and, west to uh, Nevada. Yeah, try our, try our luck on some games of skill and chance. <laughs> uh, if I could just win enough to pay off my house or, uh, you know, retire early, that would be uh, if you could do that
0: for we me. We were just discussing it. You're you're well ahead of the ballgame because uh, to pay off your house really isn't a whole lot of money because you are – well, ahead of it, you've been plugging away, planning out uh, some good life choices.
1: And if anybody would like to contribute, you can go <laughs> ahead at Deroy Everett uh, on social medias and let me know, and I'll tell you where you can direct that, that money.
0: That Those funded,
1: so we'll take all comers.
0: Deroy, that being said, my friend, there are two things in life that are for certain
1: death piles and taxes. <laughs>
2: I'll be right in front of you to be seen